Well, hey, everybody, thank you so much for joining my podcast this week. This is Pastor Chris from Mount Morris Gospel Tabernacle. I want to thank you for joining me today. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to any of my channels on Apple, Google Play, or Spotify. And I believe it'd be a great blessing to you. Please share this with a family friend or somebody that needs to hear this today. I believe it's going to be a great blessing to you uh, this week. Um, I have a powerful passage of scripture I want to share with you, and then I'm going to turn it over to my brother. He's got a really amazing testimony how God supernaturally provided for him a, a honeymoon to Italy. Uh, he just got recently got married, and he was believing God. And how many of you know that God cares about your finances? He cares about your money. He cares about blessing you because God's in the blessing business, and uh, it's all throughout scripture. So I'm, I'm going to turn it over to him. Before I do that, I'm going to share a scripture real quick. And it's in Ephesians 3, verse 20. It says, Now to him who is by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, far over and above, all that we dare ask or think, and infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. That's how God is. He wants to bless us. We're in the blessing. He's in the blessing business. In the book of Genesis, he blessed Abraham. He blessed Isaac and Jacob. The Bible says in, in Genesis 3 that Abraham was very rich in gold, silver, livestock. And Abraham was a very blessed man. And then in Galatians 3, 13, verse 14, it says, Curse is every man that hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles by faith. And it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So Jesus Christ took upon himself the curse of sin, sickness, and poverty on him so that we could be redeemed in every single one of those areas. And that includes your finances. So God wants to bless you in this area. I just want to say, um, you know, tune in. You're going to receive from heaven today a special word that will encourage you because everybody that I know needs a financial breakthrough. Everybody. Everybody needs more money. Well, if you want more money, God's got the answer for you because he wants to good measure, press down, shaking together, running over you and your finances. That's what Jesus said. So without further ado, I'm going to hand it over to my brother. and It's going to be a real blessing to you and your family. Thanks, Chris. And you know, the Bible says in Psalms 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. And before I get into my testimony, I just wanted to share this for those who are listening, that God is interested in not only meeting your needs, but granting you the desires of your heart. You know, the Bible says that one of the names of God is El Shaddai, the God of more than enough, the God that is plenty. See, God is unlimited, and He has an abundance that he wants to pour out into his people. If we would just believe and just do what the Bible says to do. You know, I remember when we first started this journey to get to Italy, um, right after we got engaged, we talked about what we wanted to do. And we've been challenged as believers where we uh, were raised up to believe God for the impossible in that you have to be in a position where God will come through for you to see, because he gets all the glory. And we decided that we wanted to go to Europe for two weeks, fresh out of Bible school, 
we wanted to go to Europe right out of Bible school, two weeks for our honeymoon. And we decided to put our faith out there for it. And first it took us stepping out in faith. And I'm not just saying sitting on the couch in confessing it, but I'm saying we had to put action mm-hmm. to our words. Because when people would talk to us and say, what are you doing for your honeymoon? Our confession was right. We're going to Italy. <clears throat> but we had to put action to those words. And first, if you're going to leave the United States, you need a passport. So we had to get a passport first. My wife now, she already had one, but I didn't even have a passport yet. And at the time, I had enough money to buy a passport, but I did not have the rest of the money at all to go to Italy or to buy the plane tickets. But I had enough money to to step out and to show and prove to the Lord that we are going to believe him for this. So we decided to go get my passport. That was the first act of faith. And I believe that that was the moment when this started to get, uh, everything started to go forward towards us seeing this manifest. Um, Because without without, uh, putting action to your faith, it will not work. Faith without works is dead, James says. So when I got the passport, um, we began to uh, remember a time when a great man of God came to our Bible school and gave a testimony on how the first time he wanted to spend time with his family and he was a traveling evangelist and this time he wanted to spend more time with his family so he decided that he was going to look into getting a private jet. Up until this point, he did not even really have the faith to buy his own jet or anything like that. But he said, he told us, he said, you know what? At least I had the faith to look it up to see how much it cost. And when he did, he realized he had that enough money to take the jet. God brought that to us remembrance. And we decided, you know what? We, we haven't even looked for tickets yet. Why don't we look for tickets? One, to know how much to believe God for. And two, to see if our faith is there to receive the tickets. When we looked up the tickets, and even to this day, people think that we're that they just cannot believe it. But we got round trip tickets for less than five hundred dollars. That's for both of us to go to Italy. Now, to for most people, that is just unheard of to fly halfway across the world for less than two hundred and fifty dollars round trip. It costs more. For some people to fly from Miami to Los Angeles in one country, round trip. Or maybe even from Indiana to Florida sometimes. But we, by faith, looked up the tickets and seen that it was reasonable and that we could believe God for that. And so we did. And then, sure enough, as we began to believe God for the tickets for the flights, in the midst of that, As a bonus, the Lord brought in a free place for us to stay for a week. Someone found out it wasn't faith with hints. We were telling people we were going to Italy and we pretty much had our, we pretty much in their minds, we had everything already squared away. They didn't even know any, we never shared the details. We just said, we're going and that's it. And when they found out we were going, they said, don't. If you haven't already, don't book a place to stay. We have a place for you to stay when you get there. Free. 
We already had a free place to stay for the first week, really the both weeks if we wanted to. But we decided to stay there one week because we wanted to see the whole country. So we stayed there for a week and then we traveled for the other week. When we began to travel, we came into miracles um, that you just would not even believe. See, some people think that they're doing God a favor by when they get to the Motel 6, which is fine at sometimes when you have to stay there, but they leave the light on you and stuff, but it's not the best quality of things. You're not doing God a favor. You could believe God for the best. Yes. We believed God to stay in the five-star hotel in the middle of Rome, and we, and we just said, you know what, God, you're going to come through. Yes. We decided when we stayed, we were only going to stay two days. After we stayed two days, we loved it, and we decided we're going to stay two more days. Now, we had the money because God came through for the money for our wedding. God supernaturally blessed us after the wedding but we decided we're going to stay two more days while we were staying there we were watching a ministry um, and we decided that we were going to sow a seed because we felt from the lord to sow a seed when we sowed a seed into their ministry not even 12 hours later we woke up to the exact amount of money it was going to cost us someone gave us money without knowing it we paid for the next two days to stay in that place supernaturally. Goodness. God provided the money immediately after we sowed a seed to stay in the five-star hotel in the middle of Rome, the nicest place in town. God paid for it supernaturally. Nah, my goodness. When we were there, we were blessed with groceries, food. People wanted to take us out. We were, oh, it, people just kept giving unto us. We actually came back with more money than we actually even thought we would. We ended up hardly spending any money of our own because the money just kept coming in. And the people asked us, how did it happen? Well, for the last, up until we got married, we went, we have been sowing, giving, paying our tithes faithfully. And God has come through in the past but this was different because we believed God for something specific. And God wants to do that for you too. Those who are listening who are believing, maybe to, just like me, who get married and want to take a honeymoon, God wants to bless you on your honeymoon. You don't have to go somewhere that you is cheap and it's not going to really be what you want to do. You can believe God for the best, and it just requires you to believe the Word. We when we began to tithe, we've always tithed, and we've always believed in the tithe, but we began to give our offerings as the Lord directed. And I'm not just talking about giving your offerings at church. God would direct us to do certain things on in our daily life to give to people. You know, for example, one time I was standing in, in line to buy myself just a drink, and God told me to buy the guy behind me his uh his stuff for his baby his baby formula i did that by an act of faith and then that was the that week was the week that i got the house and stay to stay in italy but i just did it because the lord told me giving is a lifestyle it's not just an offering so i say that to encourage you as you give and sow your seed wherever the lord directs you 
you will see breakthrough in your life because the Bible says, give and you shall receive, pressed down, shaken together, and runneth over. What Jesus said is real, and what and the results are real, and we are a testimony to that. God came through supernaturally, and it is amazing what he did. And I just, and I just want to encourage everybody listening as I pass it back over to Chris. You can see your heart's desires met. If you truly have a desire from the Lord to do something big, don't ever ruin your confession by saying that it's impossible. Because God said, Jesus said, that with man it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. And God will be sure that if you have faith, real faith, faith in action, as you're giving, as you're tithing, as you're sowing, as you're being led by the Holy Spirit, as He... he begins to see it come as you begin to see it come about, come to pass by his hand you will realize you will sit back and say surely the lord has heard my prayer and has granted me my desire and my heart and you would always it gives him glory when i tell this testimony it's not to talk about how much fun we had and look at us it's to say jesus is real the word works and we've seen it come to pass and so can you so i want to encourage every single person here Believe God for big and he'll come through. Sow your seed, not just anywhere, but sow your seed as God directs and you'll see him come through. I'm just going to pray a quick prayer for you guys. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for every listener. I thank you, God, that every desire in their heart, Lord, would come to pass even in before 2019 ends and indefinitely in 2020, Lord, we thank you that every desire is met even before June 30th, Lord. Let it come swiftly and quickly. Let everything come quick. And Lord, we thank you, God, that you would answer their prayers, give them their desires, and as they are led by you, that you would make yourself show yourself strong on their behalf and make yourself real to them like never before. Jesus, I thank you that the same revelation that you gave me as my provider, you'll give it to them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I love you. God bless you. Here's uh, Chris as I hand it over to him. Man, praise God. That was powerful. I hope you guys all received from my, that's my brother. And, um, you know, he, he was talking about some powerful truths in the word and many, many people listening right now, you have never been taught along the lines of what's called seed time and harvest time. Now a farmer, when I'm from Indiana, so when a farmer goes and he begins to plant corn what he does is he's, he goes out and he plows the field first. And when he plows the field, he's getting the field ready to put what's called seed in the ground. Now, when he puts seed in the ground, he does it in faith, believing that after a while, that, that corn is going to start growing and it's going to start springing forth. So everything that God has designed on the earth comes by way of seed time and harvest. For example, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God gave Jesus as a seed. So when he gave Jesus as a seed, he reaped 
millions and millions and millions of born-again believers that called upon the name of the Lord. So everything comes by seed time and harvest. And many have never been taught along these lines. And it's a shame. But it's throughout Scripture. And the key that he was talking about was how he sowed seed in faith. The only way to see breakthrough financially is to whip out that checkbook and to sow seed into the ground. Whether it's giving to your family member in need, whether it's giving to your church that's going on a mission trip to see people saved, or whether whatever it is that God tells you to give, God has a harvest in mind for the seed that you sow into the ground. And I want to encourage you today, whatever church you go to, if you follow major ministries, if you follow evangelists that preach the gospel around the world, ask God what he would have you to give and sow it in faith and believe for a harvest. Jesus said, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Men will give to your bosom. I did not write that. That was the head of the church, Jesus Christ. So hold on to these Bible truths. And there's so many, so much material out there on YouTube. I mean, we can only scratch the surface, uh, the surface on this podcast. Go and look it up for yourself. There is great ministries that have broken through in the area of finances. Grab a hold of what they teach. For example, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, great evangelist that has broken through financially. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown has broken through financially. Uh, Pastor uh, Benny Hinn, he's broken through financially. He teaches on seed time and harvest. Kenneth Copeland is a great man of God, preaches on seed time and harvest. Find these great ministries. Uh, evangelist Daniel Kalenda preaches on seed time and harvest. Great men of God that travel around the world and preach the gospel. It takes finances to fund the gospel, and they've found the key through the word of God to break them through financially. God cares about your money. He cares about your money. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And before I get off here today, I want to share in Proverbs chapter 6. Now, you can give all you want to give, and you must give seed to see a harvest. A farmer does not go out into the field and plant nothing and expect nothing. He plants corn, the seed of corn, into the ground and expects it to produce. So what you have to do now, when you sow seed, there's a second step that you must operate in. And this is the area where many people, good-hearted, loving, Christian people, this is where they miss it. They miss it in this area. And I'm going to share it with you. It's in Proverbs 6, chapter 2, and it says this, Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the, ver the words of thy mouth. And in the Amplified, it says it a little bit more clear. It says, You are snared with the words of your lips. You are caught by the speech of your mouth. So, for example, you sow seed into the ground in faith. God, I believe you that you're going to come through for me, that all of my needs are going to be met. That when bills start to get stacked, are you going to, maybe you're going through a lawsuit and you, 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 you've got 
debt up to your eyeballs and you're believing God to supernaturally get you out of this debt and you sow seed in faith believing that God's going to break you through. But then what you do in conversation is you talk doubt. We're never going to get out of this. I don't know what's going to happen. Everything's so expensive. How are we going to do this? I don't know how we're going to make it. All of these lack confessions that come out of your mouth. Well, I just read what the Bible says. You're snared, you're caught by your mouth. So what's coming out of your mouth is actually causing you to, it's hindering your breakthrough. It's hindering what you're actually doing. And I'll say it even this way, because Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty three, and this is the head of the church. This is the one we call Lord and Savior. This is what he said. He said, for verily I say unto to you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe those things that he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatever he says. Jesus said in that passage of scripture, the word say three times in that passage of scripture. Notice how he didn't say anything about praying in that passage. He said, say. Now in the next verse, he talks about praying. But I'm talking about in verse 23 here, in 11:23, He said, say three times. So what does that mean? Whatever is coming out of your mouth is a direct result of what you're going to have in your future. Because you're, you can only go as far as your confession will take you. If you're talking, oh, I don't know how we're going to make it, brother. We're really struggling. I don't know how we're going to pay the bills this month. We're going under. Well, yeah, you're, you're going to go under then. You're definitely going to go under. But when you grab a hold of this word and you begin to speak the word of God out of your mouth, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. I have seed in the ground, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, hell or high water, I'm coming through. God is coming through for me. He, is, he said in his word that I am snared by my mouth, therefore I'm going to speak confession of faith out of my mouth. You have to speak the word of God out of your mouth. And many of you have never been taught these principles. Many of you have never been taught by leadership that have told you that you were snared by your words and that when you put seed in the ground, you can expect a harvest. But as a 23-year-old young preacher, I'm telling you today, you can get what God said in his word as you speak it out of your mouth, as you put seed into the ground, you can expect a harvest. And that's what happened to Nick. They believed God. They put seed into the ground. They didn't know how it was going to come through. But notice how Nick and his wife did not speak doubt. People would come and say, you're crazy. You're not going to go to Italy. But what did they do? They laughed in their face. Nope, we're going to Italy. We're going to go. And they, they made plans to go. And that was where their faith confession was at. And you saw step by step how God formulated their honeymoon. And it, he came through supernaturally. You can have what the Bible says you can have. Amen. Hallelujah. God said that he is El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. I'm talking about a God that has streets of gold. God is not broke. He's not up in heaven saying, I don't know how the electric bill is going to be paid. He's not saying that in heaven. He has streets made with gold. So it's time to step out into faith and believe God that he will come through for you financially. I know people that right now are listening to me. You're in some major situations financially and you, and you need a breakthrough. The only way you'll see a breakthrough is getting that checkbook out. 
and, and, and sowing a seed in faith. This is not about an offering. This is about you breaking through financially. This is about you getting blessed financially. And, and many people don't want to hear these things because you start touching on money, you start touching on people's hearts. Jesus said where your treasure is, that's where your heart's at. But Jesus talked a lot about money. So we as ministers need to talk about money because it's a, it's a big subject that needs to be talked about. So it's, it's amazing when you, when you begin to put the pressure on the word. You don't put a pre the pressure on a man or a man's opinion. You put the pressure on the word of God. Find scripture to your situation. Find the word. Get the word on the subject. Get the word on your situation. Stand on the word and you will see the word work for you. That's how it works. This Bible has been working for centuries. It will stand the test of time. Jesus said heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. It'll never pass. His word is true. It's a lamp under our feet and a light under our path. Thank you, Jesus. So I want to encourage you today. Maybe you're believing for a job. You need, you need a better job. God has that for you. He has that all in line. You go to his word. You go in prayer and faith and you begin to speak out. I'm going to get a great job. I, I believe you, you go in faith. I believe that the Lord is going to come through for me in a job. And don't let your confession off of that. You, you stay strong in that. Or maybe you're going through a lawsuit and you need a breakthrough. You get on your face and cry out to God and he will come through and you keep your confession strong. I'm coming through. I'm getting out of this. I'm going over and not under. My business is going to flourish in Jesus name. Whatever the situation may be, get the word on the matter. This is not my opinion. This is not what I came up with. I'm just giving you what the Bible says and you can have Bible results. Hallelujah. I don't ever read in a time in the Gospels or in the epistles. I don't read one time where Jesus said something was expensive. I don't read it anywhere. So why in the world do we have to go around saying things are expensive? Jesus never once said when the men came with the loaves and the fish and the disciples said, Lord, how are we going to feed all of these people? We're talking about 10,000 people because there was men plus women and children. So probably about 10 to, uh, to 15,000 people. And I'm closing with this. He had all those people he had to feed. Notice how the Son of God said, you know, it's going to cost a lot of money to feed all these people. He did not say that because he operated in what's called the gift of faith. He said, give me what, I, give me what you have and I'll multiply it. And that's what he does. Little becomes much when you put it in the master's hand. Give God what you have and he will multiply it and then you will see it begin to grow every single time. That's how it works. It's easy. You plant corn into the ground and you expect it to come up and it, you'll, you'll reap a harvest in the fall. That's how it works in Indiana. You plant corn, it grows. October comes around, he goes and harvests it. That's how it works. It's simple. Jesus made it so easy. Give and you'll be given unto you. And you, good measure, press down, shaking together. And you must keep your confession on the word, not on your opinion, not on how you feel, or not on your circumstance. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I want to say thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I only got about a couple minutes left. 
Be encouraged by this word. God cares about your money. He cares about your finances. He wants to bless you. That is what his word is. He is a blesser. From Genesis to Revelation, he wants to bless you. Amen. Thank you, Father. So, Lord, I just thank you for every person that has listened today. Just like Nick prayed, I pray that you break them out supernaturally. I pray that you help them, Lord, in this area of renewing the way they think on this area of finances. Lord, that it's not about an offering, but it's a, it's a daily thing. It's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing. And Lord, I thank you that every single person would grab a hold of your word in faith and they would begin to see Bible results, that they can see the word of God come through for them, whatever circumstance they may be in financially. Because Lord, you care so much about our money. You care so much about our financial situation that you put it down in scripture so we could see it with our own eyes to read it and believe it. And I thank you for this today. Every person listening to me, I bless them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you so much for watching or listening. And um, go ahead and share this with a friend. Love you so much. God bless you.